The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We're coming right back at you with a wiggity wow, boys. <laughs> Chris, I get giddy. I get giddy wow. when you're about to do your intros because it feels like you are. It's it's like you're on a like a high wire balancing act and you're just falling all over the place. And, you know, you always get where you need to go. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just it, it always looks like you're about to fall on your it's face. It's all about and, showmanship. Do you think they're really fall almost fall off the high wire? They do that on purpose, right? They're just masters at, at entertaining. I'm sure some of them do. I'm sure no, some of them never, do. never. Oh, okay. I just want to unlock the secret bail compilation of Chris nutting himself on the wire. <laughs> you know? It would happen for me. Videos for sure. of Chris nutting himself are all over the internet, actually. Do you ever get scared oh. that like it's a matter <laughs> oh. of time before like viruses happen where like your t- camera turns on when you're watching porn and there's like actually like tons of videos out there of you jerking off on the internet? I well, actually, it's, it's happening to most days. of us. I think I, I unplug my webcam after every recording for exactly that. No, reason. no, <laughs> I, fuck that. Do, I just do you go to your office to jerk deep. it. I, this is where my computer is. This is, this is where <laughs> the magic happens in several. I mean, you don't that take is, your laptop over to your bed, get nice comfy, light a candle, put no. on a nice, sexy underwear. No, I usually take off my ugly underwear. Uh, instead of lighting a candle, I turn off all the lights and then I just feel shame for the next four or five yeah. minutes. You know what you got to do is get one of those long sticks like Steve-O in this episode, and then you can jack it at his distance so you're far enough away <laughs> that you're not, you know, in high fide- fidelity zone. So, uh, Wait, far, far enough waiting. away from uh, yourself? Nah, like, you know, from the from the camera. Oh, from the camera. So your, bits, I see. your bits come out a little pixelated, you know? That's the last thing I want is me, my dick being further away from the camera, thus looking <laughs> even smaller. I'm, uh, I'm sitting right under the close up there. Uh, it's all relative, really. I mean, yeah, touche. Chris, what are we doing today? What do you got for us? We are yeah. doing Wild Boys Season 2, Episode 4, which came oh, yeah. out on May 16th of the year 2004. Ooh. May yeah. 16th, that's a good song. You guys know <sighs> that one? No. Lagwagon, May 16th. Lagwagon? What? It's a hit. Go play Tony Hawk 2, you fucking noob. Oh, <sighs> I probably know it if it's from Tony yeah, Hawk 2. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That but shit's the best. That might be a good song, but this was a, a day of mourning. Oh. Day of morning at the Glunia Forest, just outside mm, of no, Kiev, no. Ukraine, where during the 1930s mushrooms? and early 1940s, communist Belishkovs executed over 100,000 Ukrainian civilized, civ- civilians. Oh, of course they did. 100,000? Yeah. In Who's one counting? day? That's what I want to know. That's another good question. No, not in one day. It says during the 30s and early 40s, but oh, this was the day of mourning for it. The day of mourning. I thought you meant they killed 100,000 people in one day. And like, yes... That is tragic, but also weirdly impressive if they could pull that off. That that feels like it would be a difficult task. That's that's up there with like Santa delivering presents all in one in one evening. Oh, Santa wow. could do it. The communists could surely do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, if everybody's working together, you know. Hey guys, look what came in the mail for me today. Oh, what came in the mail? Steve-O's new book. Oh, Chris got Steve-O's new book, <laughs> A Hard Kick, kick in the Nuts. Hey. Came with a little autograph with his penis signature. Oh, that's amazing. So you got one of the pre-orders that he was, uh, that, that upset some people. 
Yeah, apparently, but it made me happy he's getting the signature, so thank you for off. Chris, Chris and I uh, had a conversation last week. Jay couldn't join us. Uh, uh, he was a little under the weather, but Chris and I had a conversation about Steve-O and uh, his recent episode of Wild Ride, where he basically apologized for, you know, whatever he felt he needed to apologize for. Uh, the, you know, the caption was, he's ashamed of himself and this and that. And he just actually, as of today, we're recording uh, the Thursday prior to the release of this episode. Uh, so the Thursday you're listening to it, he had an episode with Bam Margera. And I think Steve-O has been getting a lot of flack. We kind of talked about this last week. I went back and I listened to the Zach Ass episode, to the Apology episode, and then just today I listened to the Bam Margera episode. Um, Jay, are you? Do you listen to Wild Ride much? Are you? Are, do you? Do you uh, bother with that at all? I don't. I don't get in there often enough. I'll be honest. Yeah. I honestly so I don't listen the to recent happenings. Yeah, I don't listen to every episode either. I, I wanted to check in just especially because, you know, we had all the conversations Chris and I did about about what was happening. I think everything I said in the last episode, just based on the impressions of, of what I had heard, I still kind of I'm, I'm on board with that. So I don't need to relitigate any of that. I don't think he did anything to really bully Zach ass. That's a, such a strange take for people to, to say, cause that's kind of what they were coming out. Chris, have you, you, you listened to both of them before we talked last time, right? And mm-hmm. and you were kind of in agreement with that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I could see the, the Zach ass thing being a little harsh at certain times. They were definitely like, even like Scott Randall was coming in being like, Oh, all we did was ask you to put play, which it's a very simple thing or stuff like that. It just seemed like redundantly over the top a little bit, like get the point across. You don't need to yeah. keep beating a dead horse type thing, but fuck we're we're fucking men like deal with it you know it like just, you could take some criticism like all they were doing is trying to help the fucking guy so it's like it felt I don't get like what a joke was. it felt yeah. like a joke i i agree with that i didn't i was actually surprised that you because i remember when we were talking last week you said something you're like oh yeah even some things i was like oh i can't believe he's just sitting there and taking it i i honestly didn't have a moment of that um i understand you know whatever maybe maybe i was listening for it so it wasn't as impressive but i would recommend both to you chris and to jay to listen to the bam margera episode as well uh bam every time he goes on wild ride you know kicks up a bit of controversy apparently his conservatorship is done uh we don't need to talk about it too much if you guys haven't haven't listened to it or seen it yet but uh it's kind of the same old stuff with bam you know him talking about how he's um uh you know a new path now because he almost died because of he had covid and he had a bunch of seizures and stuff um um, and a lot of people are yeah no he was he was like in the icu he was declared not declared dead i don't think but I, i think his heart almost stopped or something and he had five seizures each of which lasted like five minutes which is a, a big big deal um yeah. but he's back and he's he's living with a shaman somewhere so it's kind of the same old song and dance and i hate to say it you know we've heard this before but everyone who is attempting recovery it's always failure and it's always lies and deception until the one time that it isn't so i always hold out a little bit of room in hopes that he's he's turning a corner here i thought steve will handle it pretty well it's definitely I, I think you should go listen to it if, if you're interested in in that continuing saga We'll check it out. Mm. Just to put a button on our conversations from uh, last week. Yeah, totally, totally. So uh, any more uh, mass genocide or should we move on? <laughs> we should move on. I was, you know, I'm, it's hard for me to get these facts because it keeps being the exact same facts as, as the, uh, we're on, on par v- Viva with uh, Viva La Bam. So it's hard for me to find, especially back then. This is almost like pre-internet. So there wasn't as much archival situation well, but things were still like, happening I, mean, I know but it's harder to find them that's my point 
Okay. But they're like, you, you fucking know, try to take over my job. You'll fucking just do stupid ass fucking things all the time. All right, I'm Mikey. I'm fucking someone groomed their mustache really nice in 1923. <laughs> honestly, if I they would did, love I to hear that for a change. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's better than mass genocide. Before we yeah. talk about guys getting kicked in the nuts by a Komodo dragon, you like, set the bar down somebody... low and then you bring them back up. It's all entertainment, as I said. Everything I do is thought out. I'm a fucking mastermind for the people. <laughs> Next week, I, I expect someone inventing a new ice cream flavor or some shit. Please. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something fluffy. Fluff me up. I need it. Uh, Wild Boys, season two, episode four. We're back, baby. Back in full force. New year, 2023. I didn't get to say happy new year last, last time. Oh, so yeah. fuck it. Happy new year, everybody. Uh, we're in Costa Rica this time. And uh, we get a little tandem dive off a rock into a, a nice little pond here to start us off. Boys are looking good. It's good to see their faces on uh, screen once again. I missed them. And uh, we're going to start this one off with, oh, everybody's favorite, especially one third of this podcast <laughs> favorite specifically. It's the spider, spider, fuck, snake expert and snake idiot, as Steve-O has coined these two, here to play with snakes with the mm-hmm. boys. And a nice, this looks like a nice, like, green clearing. You could have like a little children's park here, some swings. You know, it looks like a nice little area to go and play with snakes. I don't know. It's it's uh, crazy to think that you just like in this, because this doesn't look like it's remote. This looks like it's just an, a random area. You the, the the camera can pan and there can be a McDonald's 20 yards from this totally. place. And yet there's yeah. a there's a, a Florida brutal. Lance which is Those the... fuckers are brutal, man. And they hang out in those stupid spots. Like, they're all over oh, the place. Yeah. If, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 100%, they'll be anywhere. <laughs> And they like camouflage so well and they strike. They're like, they sit in pathways and shit. And like, I'm pretty sure they're responsible for more deaths than any other snake, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're toxin. Like, you need to get sorted out right away. I think it has that like completely disabling uh, venom and stuff like that. But yeah, they're, they're uh, nasty little bastards. I, I, that explains the energy on set with with this because like steve-o is kind of like losing his mind he's he's screaming and running away just on sight um i think though you know before any of this gets started someone's got to tell alejandro so 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 i think his name is alejandro what to do with his hands he's pulling like a ricky bobby in the intro he's just kind of standing there like his hands are sort of floating all over the place he's getting ready to grab snakes or jumping out of trees at motherfuckers you know well is he who is this guy by the way he shows up on set in fucking flip-flops as a snake expert rooting around yeah, bushes like that's confident. not proper he's confident that's what it is he's like he's, yeah, i didn't wear what i want is it fair Fuck these snakes but he's more arrogant than confident because even like later in the sketch he fucks up and lets the snake out of the bag, the bag. and it almost oh kills God. like i started i started <laughs> it was running thing. at the cameraman it, like was, it was coming oh, yeah. to kill. Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, it had yeah. Mark Rackley in his sights, and it like Mark Rackley is just in every animal's sights. Every animal wants Mark Rackley dead. Mark Rackley is like like a paparazzi hanging outside of like Kanye West. West. <laughs> yes, exactly. A hundred percent. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. But but this this started out where I was like, okay, David Weathers fuck this guy like he has no idea what he's doing and he saves the day like literally saves the day by the end of it my my esteem went from being like this alejandro guy's got to be badass to being like david weathers just just dummied this alejandro dude dude you know how evil these devil devil spaghetti are these types of snakes if you like kill one like let's say i was watching like tv shows where they're like hunt like they're like naked and afraid and they say see a fur to lance like if you kill it you have to chop its head off right away and then you have to bury its head because they will still bite you and be able to inject venom for like, I think like t- uh, like 10, 20 minutes after their head's chopped off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the problem. Chris is right. 
fuck animals that have a gimmick. If your animal has a gimmick, it's, it's just shitty. It's like a spider that can skim across the top of water or an emu that reads too much George R.R. R. Martin, you know? This snake has a fucking gimmick. It's going to lunge at you. You get too close, and they're fucking springy motherfuckers. Like, they're unpredictable. I wouldn't want to be anywhere in the vicinity of these things, man. But these these ones Dangerous. have, like, multiple gimmicks. Uh, 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 you know, the, the crazy vir- uh, the, the crazy poison, the ability to super camouflage. They can spring the, the length of their their uh, uh, their whole body. They're like land octopus, how they just have so way too many yeah. uh, uh, benefits to them. Yeah, super yeah, skills, exactly. Um, this, this one just obviously ends up becoming like David Weathers just like gets his hands in there, um, uh, picks up the tail of, of this snake and starts dancing with it basically for no, like he's just, he's, he's ready to shine. I don't know what scientific purpose, what he's doing has, but he's you, just like a wrangler. You know what had a very big scientific purpose? The What's fertile that? lance dance. Oh, that the calmed him down. That's like that's like the, yeah, yeah. the South American version of like the snake charmers with like the, the little horns. You do that yes. fertile lance dance. And they just see those wieners bouncing. They're just like, oh, this is calm. <laughs> yeah, you I got think Steve-o- it's more Fertilances around. Steve-O and Pontius doing the Fertilance dance. It's funny because Steve-O's like making a joke out of it. And I think Pontius is trying to make a joke out of it as well. But he can't help but look sexy when he does it. It's just like <laughs> oh, the curse yeah, of Pontius. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's it. That's all I need. Well, we end this segment with uh, we get to see the venom coming out of the fangs when they finally do get a hold on this thing after almost letting it out and murdering someone. Yeah. Uh, they get a good squeeze on it. And you can see the venom just dripping out of the fangs man it looks i like that it looks like if it touches your skin it would just burn a hole through you you know what, what do you guys think it would taste like because i would be surprised <laughs> if it's not sour it has to be like it would very taste like sour. warheads that's yeah it I would taste exactly yeah. like 100 percent yeah. warheads yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on board with that and, and i'm glad we agree we just immediately we all knew it was warheads um mm-hmm. what color warhead though green sour apple yeah i was thinking purple because the purple's like the most intense sour one what flavor is purple I don't know. It was, or the black one, like the black cherry one. It was like the most notorious, hottest ah, yeah, one. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, the ones, the hottest. <laughs> they still the, make those. I got to get a bag of those. Oh man, they, 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 they nerfed them down because this new pussy generation can't handle even sour. I don't even think. I don't think they could handle it. To be honest, we we oh. were yeah. We uh, uh the well, the one last thing I want to say about this, David Weathers, like he he had the most improved player from this segment for sure. Because even even though. Like even even do him doing what he did though he doesn't like when they call him a snake expert he he to me is like a snake expert not in like a scientific way but in the same way that like Tiger King is a tiger expert you know what I mean like I don't know mm-hmm. that he really knows what he's doing but he just is comfortable around dangerous animals because he's from Florida I don't know how else to put it but who would yeah. you rather have some friggin nerd scientist in a lab coat or a guy like that yeah David Weathers you can travel with me to Costa Rica if yeah. we're ever going for sure yeah. So for this next one, how about a Fruit Loops commercial <laughs> where, uh, you know, the kids are chasing after Toucan Sam trying to get those Fruit Loops, you know, oh, we almost got him. And he just fucking lunges in and bites one of those snot nose punks right in the nose. You know, Was this, I think that's what we need. That's I what think, happens to Pontius here. I think, uh, yeah, follow your nose. That Toucan's following his nose right to Pontius's nose. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, this, like, this will say, like first of all. Because they had some of that co- the Costa Rican pre-workout before they fucking went in there. So fucking Toucan's like, yo, I got a big ass nose for a reason, bro. Give me some of that shit. <laughs> um, this is one of the, the, the first appearances of, of Pontius's uh, smart boy glasses, which he wears a couple times in this episode. I think they look great on him. Um, oh, yeah. I don't I don't know if he expected this toucan to bite his nose. He looked just as surprised as everyone else did, but that looked fucking gnarly. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that he does say, uh, an animal so gorgeous, I can't bear the sight of it, which again, that's, that's why he's wearing the glasses. Yes. Right? It's a whole gimmick. It's a whole gimmick. It's but he's okay. It it's layers. okay if he has a gimmick. Bit. Just don't let snakes have gimmicks. Yeah, no, fuck that. Uh, the sloth, boys. I don't know if you knew this, but it's the slowest moving animal in the world. And we've got we've got our good friend Judy here, the founder of the Arerius Sanctuary. Uh, Ave Arroyos. Whatever, man. <laughs> Listen, the sloths. This one, adorable as fuck. I uh-huh. mean, I don't even give a shit that he's a vegetarian. I'm on this guy's team all the way. <laughs> so Cute motherfucker. So interesting. I got curious, as I do sometimes. Um, they're, they're filming this at the uh, Sloth Sanctuary in, uh, in, in, in Costa Rica. And actually, I, it, it's the Ave Arroyo Sloth Sanctuary. And I looked this place up. Still in operation. Um, Judy is still the, the owner of this place. Nice. Google, it has a 4.4 star rating on, on Google, uh, cool. 833 reviews. I figured this might be a nice time to go through and read a couple of these reviews for you guys. Some of the good okay. and some of the bad. You, 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 you okay with I'm this? ready. I'm, I'm all about this. Okay, good. All I want to know is who's laundering that wizard sleeve because it's been a number of years. I mean, Judy's got to be getting up there, right? Who's somebody taking care of Judy? Yeah, is somebody <laughs> taking care of her. I hope so. I hope it's you know not just her and a bunch of fucking animals all lonely. You know, that is like she goes the for most- the four the four the four toed sloth instead of the two. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. Okay. Uh. First five star review, Randy. Okay, this is from Randy. <laughs> Sorry, I just pictured the Randy from from uh, South Park. South Park, yeah. Actually, me too. if you picture, okay, picture a couple that would go to a sloth sanctuary and spend twenty eight dollars to go see the sloths in, in cages. Uh, you're picturing it right. That is this person's profile picture, and yes, they're exactly as sunburned as you're imagining that they would be. Um, this this review, five stars. Nacho was our guide. Very informative and personable. Would recommend this trip to anyone. We took the insider tour, which allowed us to see several babies. Um, apparently they let her look inside her pussy to see the babies. Am I right? High fives? Mm-hmm. High fives all around? High fives? High fives? Okay. So that's a five-star review. Pretty normal, right? Yeah. Let's go to a one-star review. Uh-oh. This one's from Carrie. Somebody I know what Carrie looks like. Yeah, you're, you're also right. You're, you're also exactly right about this. It's basically Karen, but like the, <laughs> like the Pokemon less evolved version. <laughs> Um, it's like shaved head into before the hair grows yeah, out like, into the Karen yeah. haircut. Yeah, yeah exactly. Potentially um, blue. Do not go here. Please do your research beforehand. There is a lot of abuse behind the scenes that you don't see. Read all of the one star reviews and you will see what I'm talking about. Please don't give them your money. Um, that that I was I was like, OK, maybe that's just bad. One bad one-star review but it turns out there's actually a shit ton more of those anna says seems like this place is not what it claims to be i recently read a damning report by some vets that worked there and they claim people running it hoard the sloths they do not rehabilitate them nor do they take very good care of them this needs to be investigated further meanwhile do not give them your money so it's funny funny that the exact same phrase is around like maybe PETA arranged these people with generic names like Anna and Carrie to all sit there and write the same type of one star reviews of the same type of information. Yes, it seems it seems like He's that's right. what it is, because otherwise Come to it's think a, of it. I don't know anyone named Anna or Carrie. That's always a fake name. Always a fake well, name. This this yeah. last this last review though okay I'll be quick with this okay. but this, this is one, a one star this is a one star review okay. uh, and and it this one blew my mind I was like my mouth was a gasp when I read it okay. Um, 
Alexander says, it's difficult to even recount the horrific experience we had at this sanctuary, in quotation marks. While we were waiting, uh, awaiting our tour, we witnessed three dogs, presumably the owners, attack and maul a sloth. I do not know if the animal survived. We were so traumatized after witnessing this, this, in, witnessing this incident that we left the facility shortly thereafter. It is troubling that safeguards are not in place to ensure that the sloths receiving care are not injured or killed while in activity. Pretty crazy. Imagine going there and you just see one of the owner's dogs go after a sloth. Pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, actually yeah. fucking imagine in the wow. wild where there's fucking leopards and tigers and shit like that. And crocodiles. There's a reason why sloths hang on trees. Yeah, true. True. Actually, but it turns out Judy actually replied to this review. I'm not making this up. This actually happened. Judy replied to the review. And apparently there was a male bradipus, which was not a part of the sanctuary that landed on the grass in the owner's backyard. It clasped onto the back of their huskies uh, uh, leg and husky or sloths have a notoriously really hard grip. So the husky just like bit it and where the, the sloth ended up surviving regardless, probably got rehabilitated in the sloth sanctuary, but she actually took like a whole, it's like literally like three paragraphs worth of an explanation. But I went on this fucking rabbit hole on the sloth sanctuary and read all these reviews and it was, it was amazing. And the reason I wanted to say that last one is a bradipus is the really cute fucking sloth that they oh, show. The little guy? Yeah, the little guy. That's the bradipus. Like the, the one with the, the ugly haircut that Chris Pontius says he, he finds really cute. Oh, man. Yeah. So cute. I love that little sloth. piece of shit mauled a dog. Now I don't know whose side I'm on anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just as confused. <laughs> I'm very like, conflicted. The thing is with the one though. star. Yeah. Oh, the one star and the five star review thing. You know, there's always at least one or two five stars in there that, you know, Dick touched someone's lips at some point. Now that review exists like, it, it, you know. That's not, it's not there. I'm, what I'm saying is someone did someone a favor to get the oh, five stars. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 usually. I just didn't yeah. phrase it very well. Yes. But there was a BJ in between that review and, uh, you know, the uh, The reason why it's up there. The and they actually wrote about it in the review itself. Um, just go look at any, like, fucking Amazon review for something with five stars and, like, just look at the terminology. If it sounds like it's coming out of the mouth of a marketer, mm. probably sucked a dick. Oh, uh, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm siding with the people and the and the dog maulings and the and the abuse. I'm I'm siding with them. Yeah. You you uh, don't you don't trust Judy. You don't think she runs. A I tight don't ship trust over Judy. There? She's yeah. too nice, and she didn't say anything in this episode. She was just lip silent, like she's been trained not to. Don't say anything. Judy. You're <laughs> on camera. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Uh, so we're gonna go and hang with the sloths now. The two toes sloth. We're gonna hang with them literally in the fucking tree. They like the beach almond tree, and boys, they only come down to poop. Now, at this point, I'm going to leave the floor open in case anyone would like to make a joke, <laughs> because I feel like this is, I mean, this is this is open mic night at this point, and uh, yes, there's a big portrait of me hanging on the stage, so please feel free. <laughs> well, I think, so you're, you're, you would be similar, I think, to these sloths, except that you don't leave the bathroom, uh, uh, except for the rare moment when you're not shitting. Uh, you, you just kind of spend most of your time shitting. And then you or go up in a tree or not. Or watching people shit. Yeah, yeah. See, I was going to go, the sloths like the beech almond tree and they only come down to poop, kind of like me when I'm sitting on your face. Huh? Only come down to poop? Yeah. Huh. Whose face? Mine or Chris's? Or both? Is this, a, is this a double deal? Because if you do, I'll leave you a, a five-star Google review. I'll, I promise you that. We'll stack you up <laughs> head to head. How about that? 
five-star Google <laughs> review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, you got to do something dirty. That's the only way you're getting your five stars. Uh, yeah, Chris listen, Chris guys. owns a restaurant. He, yeah, he, I got he a ton of five-star reviews. <laughs> listen, if Jesus could write an Amazon review, you know it'd be a five-star review. You know what else Jesus could do, guys? Jesus could walk on water. And so can this lizard that we found, and surely he will as well. When they let this thing run loose, run lizard run, like run like the Lord, as Steve-O says, just watching that motherfucker run across the water is priceless. And I got to say, folks, give up TikTok, give up your YouTubes, even give up this podcast. This is the only entertainment you need from now on to have a good time. <laughs> it's true. This this is one where, yeah, it's funny because immediately when it ended, it's just Steve-O and Pontius. They've got like a, 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 a crown of thorns on their head like Jesus did on the cross. And they're there like, you know, waxing biblical about about this this green basilisk before they let it go in, in the pool. And at first I was like, OK, there's nothing to this one. I want there to be a little bit more. But the more I think back to it, it was just the two of them having so much fun. Like, I feel like they'd be doing this whether the cameras were there or not. And that makes it very endearing. They're just letting the letting the green uh, the green basilisk go. It's running away. It's running back to them. It won't leave Steve-O alone. Why, is, fucking why do all animals fuck with Steve-O and then leave Pontius alone? This is like the other week. <laughs> it's like, question. He's just got that vibe. They're just too sexually intimidated by him, I think. Pure alpha. I think... I think, yeah, maybe a little bit alpha. I also think it's kind of like what you said, Chris, last week about the rhinos. Like sometimes you just vibe with a specific animal. And I think yeah. Pontius's vibes are just on that level and animals pick up on it. Yeah, 100%. So I, I got to ask, is there any examples in the Bible of Jesus acting, acting lizardly? Because uh, Steve <laughs> or Pontius says he, he doesn't look like Jesus, but he acts just like him. Well, he does. There's got to be something. Yeah, he spends a lot of time just hanging out in the sun. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, he's probably got the same tan as Randy. Actually. It's funny you ask <laughs> that, Jay, because there's go down the the rabbit hole about the 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 serpentine underworld of like that are controlling the earth, and that Jesus was part of this thing, this like devil. What? Yeah. That's a, there's actually something to do with like this whole Bible and everything being a serpent, and this whole sub race that's merged with humans, and they control the world. Are they? Are they saying they're no Jews? Is that? Is that like that feels like an anti? We're on the basis of like the beginning of an anti-Semitic. Thing. I don't know. I haven't got that far. I'm sure it eventually goes down there. That's where all paths seem to lead and, these days. And to be to be clear, I am not <laughs> saying that. I am part Jewish. I'm just. I start to see these theory. Every time I hear conspiracy theory, I'm like, at the bottom of it are either pedophiles or Jews or Jew pedophiles. Like those are those are the three. I've never heard Jew pedophiles, except Epstein, I guess. Well, I yeah, mean, that's a pretty it, big one. It, <laughs> Some might say the biggest. <laughs> Look, guys. some might say at one point he might have been the biggest pedophile in the game. <laughs> guys, look, I was just trying to ask a fun lizard question. Like, I think we're reading too much into this. I, you know, I, I was expecting be like careful oh, what you ask for, Jay. I'm the conspiracy he had a master. Long tongue. Yeah, I'm you here are. for the people. I don't know what I expected. You know, I would have. He had sticky feet. Would have sufficed. I would have been okay with that. But well, his feet were stuck together, and they just needed a nail to keep them in place. But oh, geez. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Well, okay, we're not. No, it's fine. It's fine. We can move on. Um, if anyone knows, though, how to walk on water, I think we can all agree it was the J Man himself. And I'm not talking about this J Man right here, but Pontius. God, he's got some big sh- shoes to fill here, hey boys. This, I fucking died <laughs> when Pontius. Oh, big they're shoes to fill. Huge. Well done. At first, no, there big. was. Uh, well, no, shoes. they're they're huge. Big shoes. It's like the yeah. 
I, I wonder what size those shoes are. That's that's at least like a thirty-two. Oh, gotta be, gotta be. Uh, Shaq would be impressed with those ones. I I I laughed out loud when I saw Pontius walking with those shoes on. Like I, you know exactly where it's going to go. But it, the idea that someone built those shoes for and this took the segment. time to make them look like old school, like <laughs> Jesus oh, slippers, yeah. you know, like sandals, like oh, almost like totally Samurai Jack sandals. Like they just didn't put on some cubes. They took the time to really make them look authentic. Yeah, I appreciate that really, guy. Really mobile too. Like they moved really easily. I'm wondering what they they must have been made out of, like cork or something. It's the new Balenciaga shoes. Yeah, oh, honestly, if ah. if speaking of Kanye, if he wore those out, they would become popular. Like yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's how. Well, maybe dumb not some now. He's kind of fucked himself. But. Yeah, maybe not now. Well, there's a specific demographic who, who would think that. <laughs> I can imagine those just a bunch off. of fucking Nazis sitting on those types of shoes, piling <laughs> Hitler. No, you know what the the Nazis, it, you know. They did a lot of bad shit, but the one thing that they knew was fashion, and you cannot take that away from them. They would know that those shoes were bullshit. Yeah. With those haircuts, though, really? Yeah, those haircuts are back in style now. I think Chris had one of those haircuts. Yeah, I did. I did. Someone's (laughs) like, how come you have the hipster, the Nazi hipster haircut? I was like, fuck, (laughs) Jewish man. Leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, that's why you went full M&M on us uh, shortly after. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're like, whoops. Uh, Pontius tries to walk across the water definitely doesn't work but i he was so convincing before he walked in the water i almost would have placed a bet that he was gonna make it i he's got something you know it kind of means that they didn't test these at all which i would have assumed that they would have so i was i thought he was going to walk on i thought this was going to work for sure i was a little disappointed that it didn't and that they didn't keep trying like i love the belt sander from jackass season three like just keep (laughs) trying until it works a little bit God, I love that belt sander for a, a sketch the best. that gets like the no recognition. I think we all agree that was pretty sweet. I maybe Chris, you didn't think that was the greatest thing, but I, I'm fond of that fucking thing. I don't know why. I liked it. Um, yeah, boys, we've got to keep moving on. It's time to uh, meet the cultural leader of the uh, Moleku tribe. I believe yep. I got that right. His name's Taffa. Uh, let's learn about some fucking plants in the forest, boys. This looks like a great botanic adventure, and I'm I'm excited to go on it. Now, <laughs> this would be my biggest have. fear ever. Some guy you yeah. can't understand in the middle of like the jungle, no. being like, eat this, rub <laughs> yeah, this, like, yeah. fuck and is that really shit. I would rather swim yeah. with fucking a pack of sharks, honestly. Oh, for hundred percent. Next thing you know, and you're the- fucking tripping out on the, in the fucking the fifteenth dimension for like four days, and then you like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, the I agree. Willingness I agree. of these two to just go along with everything, like they don't care. They're like, well, Steve was probably hoping. Steve was probably True. hoping to get a little high off of it. But this oh, is sure. this is, uh, and this goes back to I think I've said this uh, a couple times this season already uh, with the bullet ant glove with the Samburu tribe from from Kenya and last week's episode, and now this one. I like when the wild boys visit with these tribes and these more remote uh, uh, pockets of civilization uh, uh, in, 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 in these episodes, but I want to know more about them. I want to see them do the things that, uh, that they're making the wild boys do to, to, to compare how easy or hard it is or how good they are at it or what. And also to just give a little bit more information. I want it to be a bit more informative and in this case, like when they're chewing on that leaf that just makes them start salivating. Blowjob plant. I like want to order some of that every time I'm about to get a blowjob. Just fucking give it to the girl. Let her fucking build that saliva up. Give me that Glock Glock 2000. Glock Glock 2000. Whatever the hell it is. You know, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. um, 
Wow, that is that's that's vile and vulgar. You you and Jay with the uh, the the crazy sex comments these days. Hey, what? Don't loop me in on this. Well, I, you had you had <laughs> the on. wizard sleeve, the the laundered wizard sleeve comment yeah, from earlier I, on. Look at the verbiage I used, though. I was very respectful. That is that is the respectful way to talk about a uh, uh, gaping fat pussy. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I want to know what the leaf is, and and you know, Pontius says he's like, oh, people say they've done this once and they'll never do it again. Like, why is it? the taste is it your mouth is numb is it just the saliva they're get like you know what i mean like what was this thing and and you don't end up finding out yeah they could have described it a little better for sure Mm -hmm. i agree i was i was excited to see if this was going to lead into something you know like they used to drugs on air mikey to do a scam uh yeah i I did i uh uh i did pop a molly I popped while while we've been recording i just popped four giant pills here i'll show you how big they are on camera if you want to see is that for your herpes I think those uh, are suppositories. They, uh, they, I, I put them down this way, and I, I, I poop them out, and it's the same effect. No, it's uh, I have to take tryptophan for sleep, but I have to do it an hour before I go to bed. What? So I, I time it like when there's what half the an hell? hour left in this episode, so that. Hopefully- oh my god, Jay, let's drag this episode out for so long <laughs> this- and watch Mikey what? just fucking face that plane into his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Mikey? Is this the Jetsons? You just can't eat a fucking turkey like the rest of us? What's wrong with you? You got to take a pill for tryptophan now? I actually, this is not a lie. Referencing the Jetsons. Had, what, din- I, like, had turkey dinner tonight. I had turkey dinner tonight. Now you're going to overdose on tryptophan. I'm, I'm what are you overdosing doing, man? On you tryptophan, man. It's going to be the greatest death of all time. Are you kidding me? You just get tired and lazy and then you just fall asleep and dream of flightless birds. Although I think turkeys can fly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with can. Chris, though. Uh, let's let's really drag this one out. <laughs> so I really thought. <laughs> Imagine Mikey starts like talking like in old school, or it's just like <laughs> you yeah, crazy man. <laughs> I love you, man, but you you crazy. <laughs> you took a turn to the jugular. <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, knocks all the presents into the again. pool. <laughs> oh, what a good I forgot movie. that that was from old school. That was, that was a good yeah. movie. All right. Well, Mikey, maybe tryptophan is or is not your kryptonite, but we found out what Pontius's kryptonite is, and it's this plant. You guys yeah. noticed that once he ate the plant, he was drooling so much, he could no longer speak. And yeah. if we know anything about Pontius, his superpower is getting these clever one-liners out, but he couldn't do it. He was, <laughs> he was paralyzed. It frightened me for a little bit, frankly. Yeah, and again, that's when I would love the narrator to come in and, and give a little bit of information on what it is, or even Steve or so, you know, like that. I was I was hoping for it, and maybe it was an issue of like you know only six hundred people they said understand the molecular language, and maybe they just legitimately had no idea what it was, and they had no way to explain it. That's definitely possible. They you'll notice they didn't give Tafa any subtitles. Uh, he just kind of talked, and I I don't know how they then knew like they could have been getting themselves into it? trouble. It's a good question as well. They emailed yeah, him. He's just like, <laughs> is this some weird ass keyboard? <laughs> uh, Blackberry. Yeah. Taffa Google at Maleka.gov. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, do you think, do you think this, uh, this Taffa guys using these two is like lab rats, you know, like they haven't act. Nobody oh in the God. tribe has tested any of these plants before. <laughs> These two dumb white guys will do it. He's like, now what if I smack you with this leaf and they get welts? He's like, well, I'm not going to do that to my friends. Good shit. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He definitely did pocket some of the other leaf to bring back to his wife in the hut later on. (laughs) For that glog glog. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking speaking of the spanking with the plant, though, yeah, they get all itchy. They get these immediate like raised rashes on their arms and backs. It looks itchy as hell. Um, I love that Pontius takes one of the leaves to wipe Stevo's nose, and then for <sighs> some reason he starts wiping himself, and he goes, "Why am I doing this to myself?" Yeah. Like he's just so in the moment, you know. Oh man, it was it's so great. good seeing them interact with this shit and get into it and like take it another step further. Um, I, I Chris, actually you think... had mentioned. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, if you got a point on the leaves, please jump in. No, no, yeah, just between the leaves, you know, eating the leaves, and and then we're going to get talk about the poison frogs and all this. This was by far my favorite segment in this episode, and I wanted more of it, honestly. And it got me thinking, like, I would almost like them to do fewer segments, but have each segment have more substance, you know? Like, this, this episode was great because the highs were very high, but then there were some sketches where I almost like I'm reading through my notes. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, f- I forgot that even happened. And it's like, it make, make them more dense and then remove a little bit of the flack. I think. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Steve-O should have gave Pontius a blowjob. but Hey, why not? What an episode that would be that would, they would truly be wild boys. If he did that, didn't he actually kiss Pontius's dick once? Did he? Yeah, there was a thing. He does like a joke. I'm pretty sure he, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. A little peck Pretty on the cool. cheek. Well, you know, Pretty cool. <laughs> peck on the shaft. Uh, good thing, though, boys, that this next one was explained beforehand because they've got one of the most poisonous frogs. The poison, they call it an arrow frog, a poison arrow frog, because they literally will wipe these fucking things on arrows and use them to, you know, well, kill their enemies. So this thing's so poisonous that... Uh, when when Pontius picks up the poisoned arrow and bow and starts waving it around and saying it's kind of like pointing a gun at somebody, you can actually see legitimate fear and panic at Steve-O as he gets up and runs away. He's like, "Dude, do not fuck around with this thing." You know, Pontius isn't isn't gonna do anything, but it's just that whole you know, it's like you found your dad's gun cabinet. And your friends yes, are, you know. I feel like I've seen around. commercials about that. Yeah, it's funny because I, I, I just like a known thing, like in a lot of like the jungles and Amazons and all these different things. Like you stay away from any animal that has like bright, like flagrant colors. Yes. You know, like neon colors, yeah. things like that. It's usually <clears throat> a warning sign to like their prey. <laughs> Did you just what? swallow one of those toads? Apparently, <laughs> um, it's usually just like a warning sign for their prey that they've like become like poisonous and toxic and all that stuff. I just saw a meme today, actually, a few minutes ago, where it's just like it's, it had that. It's like showed one of those animals, and it had one of those like pink-haired liberal idiots. <laughs> yeah, and and it was funny. And it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> We've reached the point of the episode where Chris talks about his favorite scenes from movies and memes he saw on the internet. <laughs> we're, we're we're getting back to it. Um, the the my my favorite part of this one was when he picks up the the when when Taffa picks up the poison toad and he and he's rubbing it on the like it it he doesn't kill the toad and then like squeezes it on he just gently like picks up a living thing and rubs it on the end of a stick that he's going to use as an arrow and I pictured the toad or the the poison toad just had like 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 a like a Cockney accent like just like a an angry British accent like oh my God put me down oh this again. <laughs> Oh, why, why are you, why are you getting all up in my business? That. Yeah, it just, yeah. it seemed like he just looked pissed off to be there, the the toad did, and that just made me happy thinking about it. Nice. You think it's like, maybe like a free massage, you know, like a toad, or toe, toad rub down, you know, maybe they kind of like, it's like got to feel shit? pretty good because there's nothing in wilderness that's going to like scratch a toad's back. So that's the one chance it has. And that probably okay. feels amazing to it. 
You know what uh, you wouldn't want scratching your back, though, boys? The bullet ant, which makes a second appearance in this season. And I got to say, these guys, they seem like they didn't know what was going to happen when they put their hand on the ant hill. So this must have been shot before they did the glove. I, I agree. only imagine. Because the reactions we get, these are definitely first-time bullet ant bite reactions. The way they, you know, they, they don't know that it's not only going to hurt when it stings, but it's going to continue to hurt well after they've been bitten. Yeah, they look they look so taken aback. But like, here's the thing. If this was their first run in with the bullet ant, imagine how scary the idea of the bullet ant glove would be. I'd almost rather do the bullet ant glove without knowing. Yeah, yes, exactly. Now you've had one of them and you're just like, fuck, this is going to suck so bad. Yeah. And if you like did it the first time you did the whole glove and you're like, yeah, used to that, then like you really like show off in front of like the tribesmen like. Yeah, whatever. It's just that he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's like he's been there before, and uh, uh, and you've been there with it with a glove full of them. But yeah, the bullet ants. I I honestly very badly want to feel what a bullet ant bite feels like. So okay, we got these bullet ant stings. We're hurting like hell. We're walking down the path, following our guide through the forest. And this next part is almost like a callback to you guys. Remember CKY punch me in the back of the head before I hit the curb. So it oh, hurts less. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're in a lot of pain already. And then what happens next? You step foot right into a pit trap and both Pontius and Steve-O fall into <laughs> this giant hole, like a man sized hole. They're gone. And all of the tribe comes out and just starts laughing at them, which I thought was great. They look pissed. They like they did not look happy. Mad. They're like, it, it was clear. This wasn't planned. In my mind, I'm like, a fucking hole in the ground and the thing that's where snakes yeah, every time the there's a hole thing. snakes just fucking always end up there like fuck that shit i could have got bit by a fair to lance <laughs> i thought the, the the exact same thing when they when they fell in there we just watched them uh the wild boys in the amazon and all they had to do was dig a hole randomly in the jungle and there were a bunch of fucking snakes in there why weren't there snakes in this one dude i think scotty pippen i don't know what just made me think of this you know how like he kind of got dissed by like michael jordan a lot in the last dance he yeah, should yeah. do a revenge yeah, one yeah. called Fair to last dance, fair the fair to Lance dance, because mm-hmm. he's being snaky. By Jordan was being snaky. Mm. Okay, sorry. I think we can I punch it up. Cool. No, no, I think we can yeah. punch it up. But there's, there's something, something there. there. There's something there. Yep. Anyway, right, sorry, right, Jay. I kind of like the title, uh, Scotty Pippen, the Devil's Spaghetti, a little bit better. But <laughs> spaghetti. It was Pippen you were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, think it over. Think it over. Doesn't ha- we don't have to go with that. We're workshopping here. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Uh, speaking of a place where there's no time for workshopping, it's the bull ring in Costa Rica. Yeah, you better think Snakey fast. Snakey Pitten? Snakey Pitten, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, this bull ring, though, I was immediately thinking, like, <laughs> is this going to be like Knoxville levels of, you know, bull injuries coming up here? Because I, I get skittish now after Jackass Forever whenever there's a bull thing, because I just think yeah. back to that and I think of how badly that fucked him up. I think of Tremaine flipping the cell phone. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I want to see more of that. I don't know. There's just something about it. But um, we're here. We know that these things fucking hate red. So you got to bust out the ceremonial red undies. Both guys dressed up looking good and we're ready to go out there and ride some bulls and taunt them a little bit. Have some fun. Yeah. These bulls don't have horns, which is, I think, a big uh, a big difference maker in, in whether or not I would be willing to get in the ring with one of them. In either case, probably not. But Pontius makes a joke at this because Cesar, the uh, the rodeo clown, kind of shows them how 
to stay on the bowl and he's kind of rocking back and forth and holding and Pontius basically says, oh, so we basically have to be strippers. I know a lot about that. There was a rumor when I was younger that Pontius was a stripper. Um, yeah, I remember hearing that. Was, yeah, yeah. was that, did that end up being true or I'm was pretty that sure he like, he wasn't like fully, I think he did some time stripping. Like I remember like trying to think about that, but yeah, I mean, <sighs> he's got the moves. He's got the undies. Yeah. He's got the moves and, and the undies. That's all you need. Yeah. I could see it. If he hasn't before, he easily could even at this age. I, I think so. I would, I would still pay to see it. I think. Yeah. I'm actually like looking up online, whether or not I can find anything okay. about that, but while you're but doing no, that, I, I can't, I, I can't see it. I got to pose a question to Chris anyway, because I know your favorite fucking line is, you know, nobody's wilder than the wild boys. Anytime they use that phrase in its different iterations, I think this one here in this episode is my favorite because there's this moment where Pontius is sitting on the bull, you know, he's in the pen and they're just about to open the door. He looks at the camera. He goes, this is why they call us the wild boys. That door fucking bursts open. The bull goes full (laughs) speed and you get like this punk rock music cue in. It was just such a good moment. I thought that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it's like I'm kind of like definitely over bulls. I remember you guys made fun of me for that before, but it's like to me, it's just like it, either someone's going to get hurt really bad or it's going to be uneventful. At least they jazz this one up by using the red underwear and the chaps. Like they made it more comical, which is a nice little touch on this. But I, I think I've seen enough bulls. Like, like how could you top some of the things we've already seen? The bull, uh, seesaw or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. teeter totter. Yeah. The Johnny Knoxville flips, you know, like the running of the bulls for the opening scene or the closing scene, whichever one that was. So it's kind of like, eh. And it's like Costa Rica. I'm not thinking about bulls. I want some more exotic type situations. Yeah, I was actually surprised when they ended up at a bull ring. I just didn't. I mean, I'm sure I know nothing about the culture, not nearly enough, but I didn't associate bullfighting or bull riding with the culture. Um it was cool, though, to see them ride the bull. You know, you don't see that as often. Usually you just see them get hit by a bull or playing around them. And they actually give it a college try. And surprisingly, Steve-O outlasts Pontius in this, which I I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I definitely didn't expect. Uh, Steve-O stays on there a little bit longer. But, Jay, you're you're from Calgary in Canada. That Calgary is host of the Calgary Stampede. Uh, for some reason, Calgary loves cowboy hats and cowboy culture, even though it's it's you know, very cold there for a a big chunk of the year. Uh, I don't know why, where that culture comes from for you guys, but have you ever ridden a bull or are you interested in that at all? Have I ever ridden a bull? Uh, no, ridden a bull. There are some, uh, bars in the city you can go to that have mechanical bulls. If you want to try that out, I've never, I grew up in a small town where they had a rodeo like right outside town every year, but I never went. I was, you know, you knew me. I was like a punk rock kid. So I, I thought golf that cowboy. Yeah. I fucking hated cowboys, dude. If we're talking real, I know you make <laughs> the jokes, but I hated all those guys because they were like the jocks in your school. And I was not, I didn't really get along with those guys. So there was just this thing of like, it was, there was animosity there. So I never really had that opportunity. Now I'm old. I, I don't, I don't give a shit about that anymore. If you want to be True. a cowboy, that's fine. But yeah, I've actually never done it, but you know, I've been to the stampede and stuff and I've seen it before. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't see the appeal, but I yeah I, I guess agree. I could I could get it if you're into it. You know, it's it's like fuck, it's like anything, man. Like if there's people who get like their rocks off watching people play poker, so I mean, like you could be into just about anything. I masturbate watching poker all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah playing um, under um, the table. I know that. Movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, every we, time we that get... Queen of Hearts comes out, <sighs> oh baby, she's hot. Oh baby, yeah. she is. Yeah, especially because they, they hold hold her right up. 
right up to that 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 uh, that preview camera, and they like peek the card up, and you just kind of like see her like hi, like she just kind of like looks up to her, you know, and like hold her on the glass yeah. and, and peek it up. It's, it's really cute. Um, Mark Rackley makes there? another appear. I don't know. I was, I was <laughs> you know, in poker, they take the cards and they like peel it up towards. The I know. Camera. I was right on board. I was right on board. Do you guys yeah. ever see that movie? Uh, I think it was called. Oh fuck! I think it was called Forty Rounders? Days and Forty Nights. They came out in the two thousands yeah. about a guy who oh, couldn't yeah, fuck yeah. for forty days. Yeah, Josh Hartnett, yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Mikey, you Good just movie. gave me you just gave me flashbacks to a and moment in that girl. movie where he's he's looking at the bottle of syrup. It's shaped like a, oh, an yes. old chick, an old <laughs> yeah, lady, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Aunt Jemima or whatever. And he's thinking about fucking her. That was you right there with the Queen of Hearts. Yeah, why not? I lost. You know, you we for all get a lonely second. sometimes. Yeah, he um, wakes up in the middle of a dream and it's just he's flying over a sea of boobs. I loved that scene so much as a kid. That was awesome. That's I, why I, don't I, know. I thought the it was movie. too many boobs, you know? It was kind of like Jay, you can never have too many. Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. But they were like there was no there was no symmetry. There was like like a, a brown nipple right next to a, a large, you know, a well, pink I guy I know a, I we we know Jay, you the don't like brown are nipples. Called areolas, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fuck, stop womenizing women. <laughs> Fucking science guy over here. Womenizing women. <laughs> Womenizing women. Um, Mark Rackley, by the way, speaking of uh, of uh, of holding things up close to the camera, uh, loses one and makes another appearance on the show. I don't. Am I? I don't remember much of Mark Rackley when I was watching this show as a kid. Do you guys like? But he's all over. His his fingerprints are all over at least this season. Am, are we just noticing him now, or was he always? Because well, we're like trying him? to take fine details. We're yeah. not just watching the Wild Boys. We're looking for little nuances and little things to comment about. That's the only reason. I bet you, if we weren't watching notes, you probably wouldn't notice it either. Yeah, definitely wouldn't so. know his name. Hey yeah, guys. that's fair. That's fair. So up next, we've got uh, Steve-O playing Michael Keaton playing the Birdman, <laughs> and uh, those wings it looks like they put a lot of effort into those wings. I think those are real feathers on those wings. But today we're at a large bridge, a three hundred foot bridge here, and Steve-O is going to fly off right down in the into the Costa Rican jungle. And Steve-O does not want to do this. He he takes off the groggles. He takes off the Brommer cap. Forget about it. I ain't doing this. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Groggles and Brommer caps? You could have said anything well, there and I would have believed you. To some of us, they are. You would have said, like, if you said chup cups and didgeridoos, I'd be like, yeah, he took those. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. My man, John C. Riley know, knows what I'm talking about. That's all I'm saying. Uh, another Adam McKay reference, I guess. Uh, his his <laughs> his movies are being referenced all over the place this episode. This, this is one of the most iconic stunts for me in Wild Boys. One of the ones I remember the best because it's Steve-O just flat out saying, no, he's not going to do it to the camera. And I remember watching this one as a kid being like, are you, a, are you allowed to do that on Jackass and Wild Boys? Like, is Apparently that not. an option? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, there's no fucking chance I'm doing this. I do not care. Stop talking to me. You guys are pissing me off. Yeah. Next cutscene. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was such a perfect cut. It was great. Uh, but you're right. He, he gets pissed off and he's like, I don't care. I'm not doing this. You guys are pissing me off. And he kind of walks away from the camera and he's still in like, like hiked up thong. And it's like, it's so hard to take him seriously. Like I get that he's pissed <laughs> off and he's scared for his life, but he looks so fucking silly the whole time. It was, it was such a treat. I, I love know? his rationalization because it's like, if he just said, no, you like, you could look at this if he didn't handle it the way he did and be like, oh, he's just being a tough sport or this or that. Uh-huh. He's like, guys, I swim with fucking sharks. Every yeah. single day I do yeah. something to kill me. I know this isn't going to, but I'm not fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, it's funny because it just goes to show it's like fears are different with everybody, right? Yep. So in my yeah. mind, I'm like, if he was this much against it, why wasn't, why, why didn't they just suit Pontius? Pontius, up? yeah. 
<laughs> I, I I wondered the same thing. I, I because like Pontius is, is he's got to be there. You you would assume at least. The the other part of this is I think he's also said that he got obliterated before doing this because he knew he was going to have to do it and he was going to be scared. And when I watched it, yeah. you know, as a kid, I didn't pick up on it. But you can really see that he's like very drunk or high or or both uh, at this point. Did you guys notice that in in in, in this uh, segment? I noticed it a little bit for sure. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely seemed off. He didn't seem he as normal. Edge. Yeah, he was slurring self. slurring significantly and. I, you know, it's a great uh, uh, kind of like comp or, or, or compromise to this one, you know, doing the mafia toss where he just gets thrown off by the entire <laughs> cast and crew of Wild Boys. To, to me, I think I would actually prefer that happening. Just like take it out of your control. I don't need to make that step because I know Steve-O has this thing where he's always like uh, he says it's like before any stunt, he might work himself up, work himself out. But he does this one thing where he goes one, two, three and goes on three no matter what. Oh, that's how he's done all his things. Amount of times he was scared. The second he does that countdown, he said he's never backed down from the, oh, the wow. number three when it's happened. But this time he just he wouldn't even stand near the edge. So just getting tossed off. You just close your eyes and you're like, whatever it is, what it is. I think that's actually easier. As much as it almost seems scarier, I think it's easier. No, I I agree because you're taking the agency out of it. It's just like whatever happens is going to happen, and you don't have the build up. I I totally get that. But this like for you know again we talk about the safety supervisor on set. It's wild to me that it they let it happen the way that it happened with that bungee cord just there and lingering as they have to walk up to the edge. And there's six people that have to throw them off. I was like, they could have clipped someone's foot and dragged yeah, them over. I just yeah. it's, neck. it's amazing to me that they let this happen. But you know, I guess the 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 Wild West of uh, of Wild Boys uh, just, uh, you know, did, yeah. didn't The producers didn't and the safety crew are just as wild as the Wild Boys, maybe. They got the Wild Boys on their own. Yeah, you know break. who's wilder than the Wild Boys? The suits on the cast of Wild Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, Mikey's right, though, too. There was a bungee cord. We didn't mention this. They weren't just throwing a dude oh, off yeah. a bridge. <laughs> there was a <laughs> yeah, bungee yeah, cord should, involved. <laughs> the, I don't think they trusted in the wingsuit that much. Um, no. We but get he, he we got get a good it. couple flaps in there. You guys notice that when he spread the wings? And, yeah, you know, showed off a little bit. It gave like a really good visual. I, this looked really funny. Some of the feathers were falling off as he was flapping. It looked like a bird in trouble. Like it was really good. Uh, but he kept saying, "He's like, you know, uh, like you said, Chris, I've swam with sharks. I've done this. I've done that. And I've I've done it. This is the one thing I'm not going to do. And even after he comes back up, he's like, I'd never do that again in my life. And it got me thinking, like. This is something that I would almost want to do for fun. You know, bungee jumping, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather skydive, to be honest. There's something about the cord that creeps me out. But I was thinking, what are the things that I would rather not do as opposed to bungee jumping? And then I wanted to ask you, would you guys rather swim with sharks or bungee jump or Chris eat eat leaves in in rank these in order? Swim with sharks, bungee jump, eat leaves in the jungle with Tafa. Oh, uh, I think for me. The one I'd most uh, from things I would most rather do, swim with sharks. I I I'd actually that excites me. That seems fun to me. I honestly think the bungee jumping would be my last one. I'm fucking terrified of heights. Really? Like, I I don't think I can handle it. I really don't. Jay, what about you? I think I'm actually. <clears throat> I think I'm I'm going with the exact same order as Chris on this one. Believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, I don't know. You would think the bungee jump would be like a fun, you know, risk-free. You're not going to get some sickness or get your fucking arm chopped off. But he's, I think there's something about staring off the edge of that bridge. I can relate to Steve-O where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to jump off this 300 fucking foot tall thing. I just don't want to do that. You know? 
Um, I hear you on that, but I think that I, I've never had an issue with heights and I think I would actually end up enjoying it once I did it. I, you know, I've got pretty bad scoliosis and I've always pictured that if I went bungee jumping, it would just straighten my <laughs> spine right out. It's yeah, been like a fantasy of mine. Um, but I think, I think my number, the number one thing I wouldn't want to do, believe it or not, is eat leaves in the jungle. Um, even more that than would, swimming with sharks. Mikey. Even more, uh, even wow, more than swimming with sharks. me. Because I know that there's an element of safety when you're swimming with the sharks. Like, I'm assuming you're doing it in, like, a controlled way. It would creep the hell out of me. But the idea of who the fuck knows what's going to happen for the next eight hours of my life, um, unless unless you guaranteed me that there were no hallucinogenics in the leaves, then I would then that would be number two and swimming with sharks would be number one. Um, but that's well, there's how no guarantee order. with that guy. Yeah, that, honestly, that's what I was thinking. That guy seems like he's got a trick up his sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, at the end, you're going to end up in a pit somewhere in the jungle. You know it's coming. So <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, Imagine being high and ending up in a pit, and you you lose time a little bit. You forget that you fell in a hole, and you're just in a hole, and you're like, oh, I'm dead. This yeah. is what dead is. Yeah. Where time slows down, and it just wow. feels like you're falling for like three hours. Oh, true, true. There's the bottom of this endless pit. Uh, <laughs> white, a white-faced Capachin monkey is up next. Jay, your favorite kind of monkey. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's here only monkey you can recognize you know it is my favorite kind of monkey and i'll tell you why because this monkey is here to jerk off Pontius, and i'm on board yes. with that um but instead Pontius lets the monkey crawl on his neck he gets peed on a bunch the cameraman gets peed on a bunch end of segment that's it that's all you're getting but it was a weird this right. this is the definition of what i would remove from the episode in order to spend more time focusing on other things I even have a note on it. I forgot this even happened. I, like, I always thought we were moving on to the next one. You said that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But, hey, uh, this next one, we're going to we're gonna go hit up an active volcano. Now, this sounds like, holy shit. You know, they just did this 300-foot bungee jump. This volcano thing's got to be something crazy they're saving for the end. Um, last time this thing, you know, erupted, it killed 87 people. It's still active. Uh, I'm thinking, like, what are they going to do? Is this, like, another bungee jump thing? Or are they, like, what the fuck's happening here? But all it is is Steve-O's flying over the um, uh, the, the volcano in a plane, but it's his first time flying a plane, according to them. Who knows if that's actually true or they're just... Well, he's but... not actually flying. He's yeah, he's just in the... For sure. Yeah, he's in the co-pilot seat, and uh, the controls have been disengaged. Yeah. So I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So really, what I was hoping for, though, is this was going to be Steve-O back in the wingsuit. It's Mafia Toss Part 2, but no, no, no. Uh, they fly over, they land near the base of the volcano, and then we're going to go down and, oh, something good here. It's got to come here, right, boys? We're at the base of the volcano. We're at an active volcano vent. There's, like, poisonous mud and fumes. This is going to be fucking great. What's that? Oh, we're, oh, oh, we're just cooking a steak here. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I love this bit. Did you really? <laughs> Dead serious. Wow, because well, I, I literally hadn't. But yeah, the idea was funny, but don't end the episode no. with this one. Yeah, yeah. No. true. I could see that, and it does seem like Wild Boys. They don't really end with like a crescendo type situation a lot of the time. They, it's like yeah. the orders of their things seem a little like Off I don't sometimes. know. Maybe they're doing that for a reason. But the reason why I like this is because I like just a stupid idea. Think about all the effort they did to make this idea. Like, yeah. we had to rent a plane. We had to fly to this area. We had to go to this thing. We had to build this weird pan thing. Right away, 
the fucking goop gets right into the steak. The whole bit should be done there. You know, like they fucked up. They clearly only brought one steak because yeah, they kept going. The they did not part. think yeah. this one through at all. And then Steve-O's ability to keep it going, make a joke, keep it going. He's like, oh, and then he changes his whole tone. Well, now it's seasoned really nice. He's like, yeah, now I think yeah, I'm going to yeah, give yeah. it a dunk. And he just keeps on going and he turns it all around. And even at the end, he finally does eat this steak that's just covered in sulfuric volcanic mud. <laughs> and you could tell he's like trying to do it. He eats it. And instead of just being like, that's disgusting, he, he looks and he's like, tastes so damn good. It almost feels like a shame to, a shame to eat it. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah, everything yeah, yeah. from how that happened, it could have been a rune bit. And I love that when they're able to improvise and show their character, that's what makes us like these guys. So that's what I liked about the bit quite that's a bit. A, that's a good point. He, Steve-O, you know, his star power was on display here for sure. His line, uh, I'll give it a little rinse, but this steak is getting chomped, was just, it tickled me for some reason. What a weird yeah. way to phrase it, but like that was, that was very funny. Um, I, I, so I, I, I kind of, I get what you're saying and I come around on it. And if this were midway through the episode, I, I'd be, I'd be much happier with it. But it is amazing that you're right. They fly to this volcano and you have to assume they filmed a bunch of things here. And if this was the best they got, though, what a waste of a trip, right? I mean, except for the experience for them of actually going, but yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I, when I see these like sulfur pits, all I can think of is the movie Dante's Peak when the couple's swimming in, in the lake and they're like, ooh, it's like a hot spring. And then it, they get boiled alive. That happened to some chicken Yellowstone. They went swimming and they, they were walking back and they tried to jump over this thing and she fell backwards into it. It was nighttime. They, didn't, they just thought ooh. it was a little creek thing. And it was like, uh, it melted her completely. She came out no. and fucking died. Yeah, like two people fell no in way. getting her out. A couple of people, yeah, there's a whole story. I'll send you the link on YouTube. This guy, uh, yikes. Oh, uh, I thought you were Chris. I thought you were talking about the show Yellowstone, and I was going to try to play it up as though this were a crazy story. But you're saying like actually no real life in, thing, yeah? In Yellowstone, oh, wow. like the, the national park, there were like campers there, and they all went for a day at the hot springs. They just went into one that was like boiling hot by accident. She tried oh, to jump shit. over and fucking died. Yeah, yikes! That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. More like old flayful. Am I right? <laughs> hey, where where you do I get Bobby to... Flay? Yeah. Either you boys know where I can get a long stick like that one that Steve-O's got connected to the frying pan. I want to try that in my in kitchen my in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was too easy. I basically threw you like a like a 60-mile-per-hour fastball. Right I'm the only guy the that will make a small dick joke and a big dick joke regarding myself in the same fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> just got to people, keep people guessing. You know, you never know what Chris you're going to get. Chris is just completely average-sized dick, so he has to take all the jokes he can get. <laughs> Kind of probably true. <laughs> kind of probably true. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. You Only could, one way to, to, find to find out. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I am a man of the people. Just don't eat sulfur, guys. That's what I learned from this. And I'm glad that we flew all the way out to a volcano, parked a plane, walked, hiked for a, who knows how many miles to to learn that today. I mean, I, I feel like it was worth it. Let's... uh by the way, that that volcano, yeah. Aranol volcano, uh, stopped erupting in 2010, okay. so it's no longer Thank erupting. God. Fuck that volcano! Yeah, it needs to fucking calm down anyway. I think, <laughs> guys. It's not got one look at the wild boys. It's like I'm not that wild. I need to cool my jets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe I, I was. I cooked my steak. That's what I was. That's why I <laughs> erupted. Is I wanted to cook a steak, and it got its wish. <laughs> so maybe maybe I was a little underwhelmed, as you can tell by this one. But I will say the payoff at the very end. There's a nice little treat, a nice little cherry on top of the the shit Sunday here. Steve O, he goes for like 
a first time hearing this for me too, by the way. He goes from eating the steak and doing like a mmm straight into a uh, uh, <laughs> and it's like so seamless that uh yeah, I don't know, it, there's something there. It was a good visual. No, I, I like he salvaged it, like Chris said. Yeah. You know, it wasn't worth ending the episode on. In fact, I was surprised when they cut to the no one's wilder than the wild boys bit because I was like, oh, that's that was it. There was so much more they could have done. But, you know, that's that's just like if you have a really good song on an album and you you don't place it in the proper order or something like that. Like the the song is still there. The segment was still decent. So I don't want to fault it too much just based on its positioning. Speaking of positioning, where are we going to rank our MVPs in LVPs? Ooh. Ooh, good question. Uh, uh, Jay, do you want to start since you weren't here last week, or do you want me to start? Sure, I can jump in if you want. Yeah, go for it. So MVP this time, boys. It's my main man, JC. Come on. Jesus Christ, super lizard. (laughs) I'm just saying. I like that. He ran the fuck out of that pond, and he made me laugh. He made me smile. He made me tear up. I felt all those emotions watching that lizard run. Like, he ran across that thing. Like, that was his only mission in life. He knows he sucks at a lot of things, and he fucks up a lot in his life. But when he's on that pond, he's he's fucking on. And ain't nobody going to run across a pond like my man, Jesus Christ, the lizard. Uh, I like it. I like it, too. I, I think we should all like it. And uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> if uh, listeners, if you're keen, you know, Chris alluded to earlier that, uh, you know, maybe this whole Jesus Christ lizard, you know, uh, yeah, two birds and one stone here. I don't know. Is there a conspiracy? I don't know. Is Chris wearing an NWO hoodie right now? I'm, I'm just saying, do the lizard he people want to you know take over the world and, you know. I don't know. What do the lizard people want to do? I don't even know. I don't know enough about the lore. Maybe someone can fill me in what they're here to do, but uh, I feel like we don't want do people we accept them? who I don't if people actually know the lore, I don't know that we want them as listeners. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> what like do you if mean? they know what, those are my people. It, those are Chris's people. Those are when Chris, Chris says is he's a man, man of, of the, the people, people, we now know who the people are. Yeah, the lizard people. Open-minded individuals that challenge the matrix that the government has set up against us. Free Top G, give him back his Bugatti. Top G. You don't know who Top G is? No, who's Fuck, Top man. G? You know what? You're such a liberal cuck. Who's Get yourself Top out G? of the Matrix. Fucking, uh, what's his face? You know, my terrible time for me to. Yo, what the fuck? I just had the biggest brain fart in my life. Oh, that, the, uh, Andrew Tate. Oh. Really? You're playing into that? I'm not playing into that. He's the Top G. Oh, Give man. him back his Bugatti. Drink some He's... bubble water. You just like saying That's, Bugatti. And free the man. Bugatti. That's what this is. Hey, you think that could have killed them though to put a little beard and a robe on the lizard? Even if it had to be CG, I would have been fine with that. That would have been sick. Yeah. That would have been sick. I would have liked that. Um, my MVP of this episode. I'm not gonna overthink this one. This it's Chris Pontius. I think pr- Chris was so good in this episode. Uh, from the very beginning, he's 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 amazing doing the Florida Lance dance with the snakes. He's kind of keeping his cool with the snakes. Talking about Costa Rica, saying it's practically lawless. Like just playing the heel card immediately um uh him him with the sloths he's the only reason that that segment had any bit of comedy you know hanging with the sloths he he has a a bunch of really good lines in the bull episode um um and uh and and i i think that he just kind of was was on full force he was he was happy he was the best part of all the the eating the leaves and 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 rubbing the leaves on Steve-O's nose and then himself and questioning why he's, I was just along for the ride. He was just yeah. on display. It was like pure Pontius being Pontius, and sometimes I don't want to overthink it. 
Yeah. You know what? I always, yeah, because I've been trying to find funnier, more creative ones, and I was going to like do a complete opposite of Jay and go with the sloth because he went from a super fast animal and oh. I was going to go with the <laughs> super Ooh, slow nice. animal. Yeah, I like that. Do but, that one. Uh, you know what? It, Pontius deserves it fully <sighs> in this one. He fucking carries this episode. I got to give credit where credit's due every once in a while. Well, okay. Sexy. Yeah, I like sexy. it. Pontius two to one. So uh, Chris and I win on votes to Jay. We go Jay directly against hey, Jesus Christ. Nobody beats <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on. Well, He'll I don't teach know. you to fish and uh, wash the Romans. <laughs> the Romans beat him pretty hard, actually. I think yeah, I, I've uh, seen. No, second thought. Yeah. I seen like a five-hour movie on it. By <laughs> actually, I think in that movie it was the Jews, wasn't it? <laughs> According to Mel Gibson. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Is Mel Gibson one of the whack. lizard people? Probably. He probably is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kind of looks like one. Oh my god. Hey, I don't know if you guys noticed too, but if you roll it back at the start of the MVP segment, I did totally. What? Look at the dog. He's snoring in his tongue's out. Uh, Chris he's twitching is, Chris his face. Is, Chris is showing, uh, uh, for the listeners, he's showing uh, the dog he's looking after. <laughs> you can hear it a little bit oh, on the camera, actually. That's great. Oh, hey, everybody true. listen. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. I just caught me off guard. i never seen him do that No, before. that was, that was, a, <laughs> that was, that was a worthwhile detour. I'm oh, glad we... Yeah, just made fun of you, buddy. You know? It's not about the destination. <laughs> it's about the journey. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying though, if you roll it back at the start of the MVP segment, I totally pulled a Chris there, and I used a metaphor that didn't make any sense or was in no way relevant to what I was saying, and I got away with it. I, I think I said something about two birds with one stone, and you guys just kind of nodded along, like, "Yeah, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about." I mean, Jay, there's a lot what? you say that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. If we stopped you no, every time, this podcast wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, I'm and I would have said two, I, two, two, two birds, one cup, if anything, because I would have yeah, butchered it. You would have butchered it. Actually, that's better. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw that video at a party, and I didn't know what it was. And uh, God, it was hard that's to where find. It, all started. it was that. Yeah, it was that time period where like enough people had seen it that they were starting to like pull it off the internet everywhere, and you had to go to some deep dark places to find that. Some guy came mm. over, probably gave me like a hundred viruses. God. Anyway, I, I LVPs. Think, yeah. um, for me on this one, it's got to be white nationalist jerk off monkey. He was not as advertised. <laughs> no, he was a, he was a little dickhead to be honest, pissing and coming on everyone. It was, I mean, what a life! What a life those monkeys live. Are, are you like that? That would just be the way to go. Um, my LVP. Uh, I don't want to look any further than the first segment. Alejandro Solorzano, uh. Quote, a, a supposed snake handler and snake expert showing up to work in fucking flip flops, letting the snake out of the bag and nearly killing Mark Rackley. Like, get your shit together. You were brought here to do one thing. You let uh, 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 David Weathers do all the all the heavy lifting and then save your bail your ass out. Alejandro, you're not getting the call back next time the wild boys go to Costa Rica. No, definitely not. No way. I'm not going with him. I'm just going with the fucking Ferdinand Lance in general. Those guys are assholes. I don't like them one bit. You could try and handle them. And they're still going to be addicted. No matter who you have it on that thing, they still want to bite people and kill people. They fucking want to bite when their heads chopped off. Fuck those little fucking demons. Devil spaghetti. Devil spaghetti. Devil spaghetti. Any other Scotty Pippen references? We can. Did, did anyone sh- workshop any of that? No. Can't do two okay. things at once. Not that oh, okay. Okay. So we're 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 sticking with I guess uh, snaky pit. <laughs> Yeah, we got to have the tagline Devil Spaghetti on there. Devil Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. I still like Fair to Lance Dance. Like the last dance, you know. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's good. That's how it all started. Yeah. I just Yeah. 
No, you're right. That is that is how it all started. That's the only reason it has to do with snakes in the first place. Because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like last dance. We just went off. Why Scotty Pippen have to have a snake analogy now? Well, why not? Well, because because he's, so he's a he's a Florida Lance, pants, and running. we were talking about it during the yeah. during the snake pit. But then we have yeah. the last dance and the Florida Lance. Whatever you guys are wrong, I'm right. Okay, well, as per okay. usual. All right, get the people to vote. You know yeah. they're going to vote for. You know where you can vote? Huh? At Jackass Pod on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, uh, where everyone's TikTok. eating ass. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, go check it out and uh, let us know. What, give us your best titles for a Scotty Pippen <laughs> redemption story. It has to involve <laughs> snakes or else we're, we're just throwing it out. <laughs> has to be snake related. Scotty Pippen's going to get hashtagged and all these fucking snakes. He's like, what the hell is going on here? I hey. love that Chris is like, Chris asks, he's like, why does it have to have anything to do with snakes? It's like, Chris, you're the one who started this game. Because you're like, well, it should be Fertilass Dance. But like that doesn't have anything to do with Scottie Pippen. The, he was in the Last Dance movie. Right. He so what does Fertilance have to do with the Last Dance or Scottie Pippen? Number one has a good ring. And number two, he could get the revenge story because Jordan was being a snake to him. Well, listen, if Jordan was being a snake, then he can also be in a snake pit. Yeah, and then I guess it has to do with snakes. Fuck, you guys beat me at my alone <laughs> logic. He just fucking, <laughs> he just inceptioned me. <laughs> Oh! Did you go you, into my dreams there for a second? For like into like three levels? Like what the fuck just happened? How did you just convince me? You just had that idea growing in me before I even knew I had it. Masterfully done. Well, Mikey is not uh, keeled over on the table, drooling on himself yet. So the tryptophan hasn't kicked in yet. So while we still have him, let's do our sign off, shall we? Hey, next week we'll be back with another episode of. The Wild Boys. Oh, yeah. Predictions. Where do we think they're going to be? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Nobody's peaked at this, have they? We're all I clean. did. I got Africa right. I got, I got Kenya. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty I said, close. I said, I said South America for this week. But then yeah, I, this I switched is pretty to close Patagonia. To South America. Uh, yeah. Shit. Uh, but this is technically Costa Rica is North America, though. I'm just going to go though. out there and say Australia, even though that's probably not right. Nice. Have they done, have they done Belize yet? I don't think so. I'm going Belize. Okay, I'm going to go with New Zealand. Ooh. Mm. 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 All right. A- anything else? Are we done here? We're done. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I've right. said everything I need to say. Yeah. Well, until next time, uh, thanks for joining us on the Jackass. The Jackass? Well, we've never called it that before. <laughs> the fuck? I think Mikey might have slipped me one of those uh, suppositories. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm starting to get a little woozy too, so I'm gonna head. That's to bed why he's taking and, those uh, pills to make us fall asleep, so he could get in our dreams. Yeah. So sorry, I was taking pills to make you fall asleep. <laughs> I'm so happy what are you that talking Chris about? Derailed it this time, and I didn't have to. This is shit. That makes no sense. Did you inception me again? <laughs> Chris is just spinning a top. The next episode. Let's see if it's still spinning by the time we get here next week. Until then, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm the Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mike Aaronworth, and this has been The Jackass. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!